today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Prior to the U.S. election, everybody just assumed Hillary was going to win. Nobody really thought that, that Donald Trump was going to win. And, you know, if, if he did win, everybody was going to hell in a handbasket, which still could very well happen. <laughs> um, but it doesn't seem to be happening financially. The, the markets seem to be going up in the United States. And, uh, and they're actually talking about raising interest rates because apparently um, it's going well down there. Not the case so in Canada, but what happens when, you know, one is going up and the other one is staying the same? Uh, what happens when Canada has a lower rate than what the United States does? To talk more about all of this, Michael Beal is with us, professor with the Department of Economics, McMaster University. He is with us now. Hello, Michael. How are you today? Just fine, Scott. How are you? Good. Thank you for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. Uh, they're talking about interest rates going up in the United States. What does this mean for Canada? It might not mean that much. I don't sure that interest rates are going to go up in Canada, uh, at least not in the short term. I think in the United States, it's a reflection of perhaps stronger growth, and that stronger growth will help Canada, but it won't be the interest rates. It'll be the, the growth that's behind the interest rates that'll matter. Uh, why are we seeing things moving along in the United States? Well, I think there's kind of three explanations. They're all associated with the election of Mr. Trump. What's happened is that uh, back in the summer, uh, 10-year money in the United States was about 1.5% per year, and now it's gone up a full percentage point to 2.5% a year, which is just really a lot. And that's partly because uh, there's the anticipation that uh, Mr. Trump is going to, in effect, borrow more money to run bigger infrastructure programs, and both the the borrowing itself and the growth that may come from that uh, will push interest rates up. I think there's a perception that the United States, because of that, may be hovering on a, a position of having more inflation. Um, and the third thing is, is that with the United States having borrowed so much money and now a president who seems to be prepared to bear, borrow more, uh, I think people are, are beginning to think maybe there should be a little bit of a risk premium built into U.S. interest rates. Not a huge one, but that's part of the story, too. Uh, surprised that things, that the stock market has been so positive after the uh, election of Donald Trump. I mean, beforehand, everybody was predicting doom and gloom if that happened. Are you surprised that things are the way they are? Um, I was surprised at the people who were predicting doom and gloom for the stock market with a Trump election. Hmm. I mean, after all, a a central plank is that he's going to lower corporation income tax rates uh, from something like 35% to 15% if he gets his way with Congress. Uh, That's a huge reduction in uh, the uh, corporate tax rate, which, of course, makes uh, after-tax profits way bigger, and that's very good for the stock market. So that alone was going to lead to uh, some positive news on the U.S. stock market. In addition, I think the market is believing that uh, Mr. Trump will be able, at least in the short term, to get the economy growing better uh, in the United States, uh, and that's reflected in, in uh, their uh, the stock market numbers there as well. Uh, the interest rates, in fact, going up have been somewhat of a break on uh, what has been a very big run-up in the stock market in the last few weeks. Uh, would we have seen the same reaction if Hillary had gotten in, if Hillary had won the election? What would we be seeing today if, that, if uh, she was in? I don't think we would have had the same market uh, uh, effect at all. I think that the market effect is, as I say, largely got to do with this change in corporate tax rates and a little bit on the growth side. It's kind of an odd situation, right? We're, we're used to the Democrats being the ones that maybe are uh, protectionist and maybe are the ones who are freer mm. spending. And uh, now the Republican is in, and he appears to be 
the one who's going to be protectionist and the one who's going to be the one who's going to spend a little bit more money and, and not worry so much about the deficit of debt. Speak a little bit about that because there is a tremendous conflict here. He is, you know, he's he's running or, or ran as a Republican and yet, as you said, preaching things that certainly aren't, uh, haven't been in the Republican way in the past. How do you balance that? I mean, I don't know. I think he's a very uh, uh, complex person. He doesn't um, fit into the uh, normal standards of uh, previous leaders, and you know, I'm not the the expert on that sort of thing, but I do think uh, that it is a new era. I do think that we have to understand that uh, he appears to be a person who takes his ideas about economics from having run a business, um, and there may be some positives to that. Uh, but he would, of course, in running his business, he would have borrowed a lot of money over over the years mm-hmm. in order to build hotels and the other sorts of business he conducts. Um, he doesn't appear to be afraid of the borrowing money, even though during the debates at a couple of times he remarked about how large U.S. debt was and how serious a problem that was. Um, sometimes it doesn't seem to add up totally, uh, but that, for Canadian policymakers, is just part of the problem. We have to adjust to who the United States has elected and uh, do our best to work things to our advantage. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.